0: You have found the place to be. This is the Self-Love Peddler Show. I'm Sophie McCallum, your personal self-love peddler. Please leave the single narrative, airbrushed, beauty-bought images you have been forced-fed at the door. Here we examine our relationship with our bodies and the many shapes and nuances our bodies have. The only way to end women's cycle of body shaming, judgment, and self-loathing is through a common pact and plan to change the way we collectively think about our bodies and the bodies of those around us. Welcome to The Journey. Hi, everybody. This is Sophie, and I'm in the studio doing my podcast today. And my guest has vertigo, so I have a very special guest instead. And that guest, wait for it, wait for it, that guest is me. So I'm going to fill this spot. So as I've said before, One of the most common words that women use to describe their body is disgusting. And I've been saying this for a long time and how when we wake up and think I'm disgusting, it is impossible for us to go and live our fullest life and our greatest potential because we are already thinking I'm a piece of shit and I'm not worthy, right? You're already enhancing that negativity bias that we already all as human beings skew towards. The other day I was leaving my mother's house and she said, I haven't exercised in so long. And I said, oh my gosh, I've been so busy. I haven't either. My body is... I almost said it. Like with everything I do for a fucking living, I almost said my body is disgusting. And I stopped myself. And I was like, I almost tingled. I was so horrified. But again, that just speaks to the insidious nature of how women feel and think or think and then feel about our shape, about our form. So I ask you to really think about how you feel and how you think or how you think and how you feel about your body. And one thing we can do is dive right into the shit about our bodies that's a little upsetting. Like what's the stuff that you really don't love? Like I could scan myself from head to toe. Okay, like stretch marks, boobs that like I feel like I could, you know, the song does your dick hang low, does a tall zoom and throw? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in your bow and you throw it over your shoulder like a continental soldier? That's how I feel about my breasts. Like, can I tie them in a knot? Can I tie them in a bow? Can I throw them over my shoulder? Like they've been around, but they fed three human beings. It's time to let it go, right? Even if they hadn't fed three human beings, they're my tits. They're nobody else's. How lucky am I? I hope they're always healthy. And if they're not, I'll be there for them and we'll get through it. So, really examining what parts of your body, like I, I didn't even get to like below the tit line in this discussion, but believe me, I could keep going. Maybe I'll save it for another podcast. If you want me to keep going, let me know in the notes. But looking at these things about us that we struggle to love. And really saying, I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna find a way to love you. So you're reframing how you look at that part of your body. And right, this podcast is all about our exterior and the connection between our minds and our body. I know there's so much more to women, and there's so much more we can talk about. But this is the issue du jour, issue of this podcast. So we're reframing how we look at these certain parts of ourselves, and then we're accepting them. Right. So. You can even journal or say out loud, hey, tits, sorry that I have given you a hard time about your stretch marks, which were not a product of child's rearing. My stretch marks were just a product of like growing tits overnight. <laughs> My body was like, whoa, whoa, pop, pop, here they are. So the skin didn't really have a chance to catch up. So we're going to accept these parts of our body, okay, and, and talk to them. And say, I love you. Like, welcome. I'm sorry I've treated you like shit. You get to be part of the loving community of my body now. You get to be part of the stuff that I love. And one thing I love are my hands. And I have, like, the manliest, like, calloused stubby hands but you know why I love them I love them because my mother always said we have such wonderful hands they're like Swiss army knives like they can do anything my mother and I have these paws she called them paws but it was a positive thing right so like because I was always encouraged to love these non-traditionally beautiful hands I love them now nobody did anything wrong by not telling me to love my non-traditionally beautiful tits that you know It's not anybody's job to sit around and tell me how fabulous every part of my body is. It's my job. And it's our jobs collectively to do this. And that's what we're talking about doing here. So we've reframed my tits. We've accepted them. And now we're going to celebrate them. Every time you look in the mirror, like, wonderful boobs. Like, you're great. And you say that until you believe it. And if you don't believe it, fake it till you make it. Just keep doing it. So this has to be repeated constantly. The fact that I almost said that my body was disgusting, even with this as my primary focus right now in my professional life, I am still a work in progress. I have a lot of the answers, but I don't always remember to use them. I'm human, I think a lot of us are in the same boat. But um, in general, if you wanna feel good, be good to yourself. Think good thoughts about yourself. If you wanna feel like shit, Say shitty things about yourself in your mind. Think shittily about yourself. The choice is absolutely yours. There are a lot of cards stacked against us. You know, we have the diet industry, beauty industry, the fashion industry, spending billions of dollars to make us think that we need to change and buy products to be something other than what we are. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to buy products to enhance who we are. But a fundamental understanding and acceptance at your core of who you are is the place where I'm hoping everyone can get to. So, you know, you want to shove your face full of – I get Botox. I had my son – when my son was uh, three, He we were lying in bed, and he looked at me and he said, Mommy, why do you have a vagina on your forehead? I had such a strong crease in between my eyebrows – that it looked like a vagina. And my my best friend, who will be on this podcast, her daughter had just been visiting us. So they had been taking baths together. So he had seen a vagina and um, all of a sudden <laughs> recognized that I had one between my eyes. So I get Botox to minimize my vaginal forehead. And I'm OK with that. But I love my vaginal forehead. <laughs> I'm coming from a place of acceptance first, okay? There you go. So we have all these industries telling us that we are not good enough. And some of their stuff we may want, some of the stuff we may not want, but let's accept who we are first. 90% of diets don't work, yet we continue to give them money. Um, But our hatred of our bodies fuels this. I can't entirely blame the diet industries anymore. They're still making money. Why would they stop? So it's up to us. It's up to us to stop. I remember grabbing for years, grabbing like I have a booty, you know, and I have a I have cellulite on my butt and my thighs. And I remember I'm doing it now, grabbing the side of my upper thigh and butt and thinking if I could just saw this part off, I'd be perfect. Like, you know, really thought like, just like get me the the hedge trimmers here. and We'll just cut this part off. I would die quickly of blood loss, but that that part never occurred to me. It never occurred to me that everything is intact and working and functioning and healthy and fabulous. Um, I just wanted to slice it off. I remember lying on my back in bed with my legs up in the air so that Any excess fat kind of fell down towards the bed, so my legs looked really thin. And there was one time in my life that I was super thin. It was when I was divorcing my children's father, and my life was falling apart. I was having a a midlife awakening, if you will, and I couldn't eat because of stress. I would would chew food, and I literally would spit it out because I just— I couldn't eat. And I am a stress eater. Like, when I'm stressed out, I eat. But the stress had gone to a whole level where I flipped and turned into, like, a food avoider. And um, I weighed what I weighed in seventh grade. And I looked amazing in all my clothes because my body was basically a clothes hanger. And um, my life was falling apart. I was an absolute mess. My drinking was off the charts. Everything and anything that could have been going wrong for me internally was. So I don't want – it's not worth it. But I will say that I took a lot of pictures of myself and posted them on social media at the time. And remember, this is a huge thing to remember. Do not compare your insides to other people's outsides. You know, people were commenting on how thin and great I looked. But I was dead on the inside or close to it. And honestly, my life today is different than it was then. But fundamentally, it's the same. I just couldn't see the beauty. I couldn't see what I had because I was so wrapped up in destructive behavior. At the time, I was still an active addict. And, you know, I've been sober a long time, but I still was addicted to harming myself through negative thoughts about the self. That is like this last addiction that I'm kicking to the curb. Well, I'll always drink coffee. Don't worry, little coffee, you're not going anywhere. Um, But that addiction to treating myself like shit and thinking about myself shittily as an excuse to stay unmotivated and eat crappy food so that I could be in this cycle was something that I was continuously addicted to for a long time. And I'm not anymore. And I am absolutely committed to radical self-love and radical self-acceptance of the body. And that body hatred, you know, it leads to the self-harm. And that self-harm leads to eating issues. And the cycle just feeds itself and we get trapped. And and we can break it. But I am no longer wanting to go after all the industries that are telling us we're not good enough. I don't want to go after anyone. I just want to encourage women to change the way we think about ourselves and to have discussions with one another about changing the way we think about ourselves and changing the way we think about one another. When I was a little girl, I would look in the mirror and I would hit myself on the head with my hairbrush, hit myself on the head. And I have shared that story many times. And most times women look at me and say, so did I. Most women have... A deep, deep, and long history of self loathing. I look at photographs of myself over the years and I think, man, I look good. But then I think about how I felt. I didn't feel good. So I didn't believe that I looked good. It's all about how we think about ourselves, right? It's all about that insight. And Please know that you are perfect as you are today. Please know you're just as you're meant to be today. Please know that loving yourself is the first step to being the person you want to be. And give yourself the space, the patience, and the time to slowly uncover what change may look like or not or no change. Hiring a coach is a wonderful way to address this issue. I adore helping women through their issues with body acceptance and body positivity, I am available to you. I live in radical acceptance of my body and of the people around me. I actively seek varied narratives of beauty on television, on social media, in film. I smile at every beautiful woman I see on the street. I'm probably, people think I'm a fucking crazy person, but I just see so much beauty all around me in women. And I believe that there can be a movement of unity and love and the elimination of judgment if we work together. I am so happy that you have been listening here today. And we have some wonderful guests coming up next week. And I'm really happy you guys are here. Remember to lead with love. Love yourself. You are beautiful, 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 beautiful people. And reach out to me. Tell me your stories about your body. Tell me if you'd like to come on the show and talk to me. If you're in New York City, let's make it happen. Um, Let's end the fear, the embarrassment and shame and feeling that things are wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You are right as you're meant to be today. Beautiful, perfectly imperfect. Sending you love and peace. If you are craving to go deeper on your self-love and body love journey, please join me inside my private Facebook group, The Self-Love Shack. We meet once a week to continue our discussions and go deeper. You can also check out my self-love courses and coaching options at selflovepeddler.com. Follow the link in the show description for more details. I leave you with this. The only way to end women's cycle of body shaming, judgment, and self-loathing is through a common pact and plan to change the way we collectively think about our bodies and the bodies of those around us. Sending you peace.